It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The final word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenreiter, and welcome to the world-famous, award-winning final word, the show that provides, in no particular order, information, entertainment, commentary, opinion. It's highly rated, star-studded, but enough about us. Jump in on social media, get in on the conversation, and now more about us. Here's the panel for tonight. Please welcome from our partner, DKPittsburghSports.com, it's Dan Kovacevic. Alvy, what a week coming up for the Penguins. They've got a rematch with the league's best team, a re-re-rematch with their playoff opponent, in all likelihood, in the Rangers. Wow, what a proving ground. From the Trib, also Steelers radio host, welcome back, Tim Benz. Albie, if that was my team that lost in New Orleans in the <laughs> oh, <final> no. <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be crying in my hurricanes on Bourbon Street. They'd still be scraping my carcass uh, up and get me back to Pittsburgh. But geez. you, you are a true professional and you made it here. <laughs> Heads high, V's high. That's right. Welcome back as well, Doran Dickerson from Pitt and the NFL. Hi, Doran. Hey, I'll be as bad as Pitt basketball was this year. I have to find a silver lining. They did beat a team that is headed to the national championship in North Carolina. I have to find a silver lining. I have to be positive. And then didn't win another game, but we'll leave that part out. <laughs> Some of the topics we're talking about tonight. We're looking for five words on your faith in the Penguins beating the Rangers if they face them in the opening round of the playoffs. With Jason Zucker's status up in the air, who's going to be the immediate answer for Malkin's wingers to find playoff success. Opening day, this is the week. What's your bold Pirates prediction? What are the best and most realistic options for the Steelers for strong safety? Plus, your final word. But first, the night's big topic. After going 2-3-1 and one in their last six games, what do the Penguins need to be more consistent about heading into this uh, final stretch of the regular season? Dan? Well, the number one thing, and this is going to sound like an oversimplification, but I don't believe it is, and way more important than what I think Mike Sullivan doesn't believe it is. They need to get back to playing in opponents' faces and defending first. When you look on the surface at the game that they played in Denver, the loss to the Avalanche over the weekend, it's easy to say, well, the Avs had 38 shots, Penguins had 40, so it was a shootout or whatever. It actually wasn't. The Penguins played responsible defense. Most of Colorado's attempts came from the outside. This is the week to begin playing playoff-type hockey and proving to themselves and they can carry these games into the playoffs that they can beat the best team and, you know, the one they're actually going to face. All right, Tim. I might take how you frame that question, Albie, and morph it a little bit. The consistency that I want to see is the shot volume that they were able to produce in the two games against Minnesota and Colorado and apply it to the Rangers because 
there was a jump there from what they had against the Rangers to the volume that they're able to produce against the next two teams, and I think that's important because of how good Shesterkin is and uh, the way that their shots were suppressed against the Rangers last time out. They need to be that consistent in how many pucks they throw at the net in the best of seven against the Rangers. That's my primary concern, mm -hmm. more so than, say, the rest of the regular season moving forward. That's a great Doran, point. you're next. Uh, mindset. I feel like that they need a consistent mindset heading into the playoffs, and that starts this week. That starts against the Avalanche on Tuesday, and then that has to carry over into Thursday against the Rangers. They need that playoff mindset, and Crosby, Malkin, and Latang need to lead that initiative for the team to come together and start to gradually get that playoff mindset to peak at the right time. All right, a reminder, keep the comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. Now it's time for five words. Give us five words on your faith in the Penguins beating the Rangers if they would play them in the opening round of the playoffs. Ryan from Facebook says, a chip on Jari's shoulder. John on Facebook says, playoff experience balances the scale. And finally from Twitter, I don't think that's happening. Now Dan, Tim, and Doran, Five words, your faith in the Penguins beating the Rangers. Doran, or excuse me, Dan? Uh, I'm going to say bring up Drew O'Connor already, and that's going to sound like I'm ducking the question. I'm not. I'm tired of watching the same secondary forwards never produce secondary scoring. We've been waiting now for two months on Evan Rodriguez to show us that the only good half season he's ever had in the NHL is a real thing. If the Penguins are going to get serious about doing everything that they can organizationally to beat the Rangers, the team they know they're going to face in the playoffs, you've got to be open to personnel moves. You know, Ricard Raquel was a nice step. More is needed. Drew O'Connor absolutely should be in the NHL. All right, Tim. I'm going to say Rangers 51 to 49%. I think it's almost a toss-up. If you made me pick right now, I'd pick the Rangers. But just like the rest of the other Eastern Conference series where there's so much of a divide between the haves and the have-nots in the East, I think those eight teams are so tightly packed together <laughs> that I can make a same comment about all the other series as well that we're going to see. I just think it's a Nats eyelash between the Rangers and Pens, and I think we're going to see that throughout the East. We might see like a best of seven in every series. Doran, five words. Never lose faith in stars. Look, I just named the three stars that we know of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Latang, Malkin, and Crosby. Those guys need to lead the charge. You never lose faith in guys like that, guys who have done it before. Now, I know they haven't done it in a couple years, but they know how to get things done. They know how to play in the playoffs. They know how to play in the Stanley Cup. It really comes down to Tristan Jari, though. Is he going to get that confidence in the first round of the playoffs? If he does get that confidence, it has to be within the first two games of the first round of the playoffs. Tristan Jari is really the main factor here, but I still have high faith that the Penguins are going to do their business in the playoffs. All right, thanks, everybody. Still to come, with Penguins forward Jason Zucker's status up in the air, who's the immediate answer for Malkin's wingers to find playoff success? From Twitter, O'Connor and Raquel. Yes, yes. Back after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the final word. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider. We're highly rated, star-studded, award-winning. Just keep going with this great stuff that we have. And tonight we're with Dan Kovacevic, Tim Benz, Doran Dickerson, and we're talking about the Penguins some more now. With former Jason Zucker's status up in the air, who's going to be that immediate answer for Geno's wingers to find uh, playoff success? Doran, you're first. Uh, it's Raquel. Uh, he's just getting his feet wet. He's only been here for a few weeks. He's a guy that's going to have to step up in these next couple games. He's going to have a nice challenge, as we said earlier, with these next two games coming up against the Avalanche, who's the best team in the NHL, and uh, the New York Rangers. So I think Raquel is the guy. Raquel is going to raise his play. It's hard to step in. Not everybody can be a, a, a Carter, a Jeff Carter, like he did last year, you know, coming in at the deadline and having an immediate impact. It's going to take some time. He's getting his feet wet. This next month will be very helpful for him. He's the guy for Malcolm. Wing. All right, back to Twitter. Ricard Raquel needs to be on his line, and regardless, Evan Rodriguez has to be moved into the bottom six. Two goals in 37 games ain't cutting it. Hopefully, Zucker recovers quickly and stays healthy for once. Although, come on, that's not his fault. Wilkesbury's uh, bottom six, yeah. Dayan? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, this isn't going to sound rational, but just, just hear it out. I know that you require a Ricard Raquel for that purpose, to have him on Gino's right wing. I am still in favor of Jeff Carter being up there. I think there's a lot to gain. I think there's way too much of what Gino likes out of a winger that can be had there. You've got the whole size and shooting first mentality. But the left wing, this isn't going to be very popular. But to me, Danton Heinen's a better player than Jason Zucker. And the fact that Heinen got demoted down to the fourth line and played only four and a half minutes the other night in St. Paul made no sense to me. Heinen is a better fit for Geno's wing. I'd love to see him up there. Although if it takes uh, being on Geno's wing to get Drew O'Connor up here, I'm in favor of that as well. Tim? Here's another reason why it's not crazy to have Jeff Carter be a winger on hmm. Guinea Malkin's line. Number one, yes, obviously Raquel is the other one. But for as much as he has aided Kasperi Kapanen, I don't supersede that need to make Kapanen more comfortable than to subtract what you're taking away from Malkin's potential production. So I put Carter back up there. And the other thing you might get is then maybe if you put Bluger up with Kapanen, because I think Bluger's kind of lost playing with who he's playing with, mm -hmm. maybe you get a little bit more out of Bluger too if he's with Kapanen and then who knows for the third person yeah, on that Yeah, and way. Boyle can be your fourth line center. There you it's, go. It's pretty yes. easy. That's, that's a definite potential, and I think uh, 
getting a little bit more out of Bluger because Bluger, I think, has kind of been lost with all the subtracting and adding of players. Right, I right. think he's kind of gotten lost in the mix. That he's not getting much mm -hmm. help. All right. Thank you, Tim. Dan, Doran. Feels like spring, doesn't it? Well, it's almost time. <laughs> kind of. It almost uh, is time for the games that count in Major League Baseball. It all starts up this week. Tim, back to you. Opening day is this week. So what's your bold Pirates prediction? I don't know how bold this is, but I think it's conceivable. And if you're looking for bold, I imagine anything that's bold is optimistic. So I'll give you an optimistic one. What about Cabrian Hayes being this year what, he, what we thought he was going to be last year? Hmm. Both uh, at the plate, power, fielding, all that. What, uh, my bold prediction is maybe he bounces back to the degree that we expected him to be that Reynolds did the season before. Okay, fair enough. Back to Twitter. Brubaker goes four innings. We beat the Cardinals on home runs by Reynolds, Hayes, and Yoshi. <laughs> Doran, what do you, I guess he's specifically talking about the Thursday, opener. Yeah. Doran, you're next. Well, I mean, for the season, I mean, they're going to be the same old Pirates. What have they done thus far for us to think that they're going to be any better than they were last year? What, they won 61 games last year? I see them being around the same, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit worse. But they haven't done anything for us to think that they're going to be a better baseball team in 2022. They're going to be the same old Pirates. That's my bold prediction, and that's what I expect to happen this year. Dan? Well, the same old Pirates wouldn't involve new young Pirates, and what you're going to see at some point, probably about May or June, is O'Neill Cruz and Rowanzi Contreras are going to come up here. The best power pitting prospect the Pirates have had in a long time. The best power pitching prospect, eee, like going way, way back. Those guys added on to Reynolds and Hayes. You know what? If I'm going to give you a bold prediction, I'm going to try to match Tim's here. Reynolds told me himself this week in Bradenton that he thinks that the Pirates pitchers are going to surprise people. If they succeed, based on what I saw down there, it will be a surprise, but I'm going to value his opinion and, 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 and respect it. All right, one by one, I'll put you on the spot. Uh, starting with day and number of wins for the Pirates this year. Uh, I, I think you'll see them get into the high 60s. I think, I think if they do well, you can see them crack 70. Uh, Tim? 59. And Doran? 60. All right, thank you much. It starts this week. Some Steelers now. Dayan, what's the best and most realistic option for the Steelers at strong safety? I mean, I would hope that it's Terrell Edmonds. And I know that's not necessarily how everybody's feeling right now across the nation. Uh, but when, when I look at the fit that Edmonds provided next to Minka Fitzpatrick, I look at the fact that T.E. is still sitting out there unsigned. Uh, that just means that his price keeps dropping and dropping and dropping, which is why he seems to be getting increasingly nervous on his social media account. You know, I know everybody's all hyped up about Tyran Matthew, but I'll take the safety who knows how to play with Minka and how to help in stopping the run. All right, back to Twitter. Landon Collins. Tim, what do you think? Uh, what Dayon said about and the way it was kind of brought up, the best and most likely or the best or easiest is, yes, just to go back and get Edmonds for a price honestly that should have been befitting of him being a third round pick and him potentially going to free agency this year anyway mm -hmm. so uh, I think that's the most convenient route to go but to talk about safeties and their prices dropping 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 uh, I wonder how far Terrain Matthew is going to drop till eventually you're not overpaying for him and maybe there's reward to the risk all right when we come back well what about Doran oh excuse me Doran Doran Doran, it's all yours. You can I have mean, extra time look, for that omission. The, the best option is Tyron Matthew. The most realistic option 
is Tyron Matthew. He's still out there, just like Tim just said. If the price drops and you could get him at a nice price, he's a, he's a game-changing safety. I know he's getting a little bit older, but what he does, his ability to be able to move around, his ability to be, to be able to blitz and to cover, he raises the play of everybody on that defense. If you could get a guy like Tyron Matthew playing alongside Mika Fitzpatrick, your defense automatically becomes one of the better defenses in the NFL. Best option, Tyron Matthew. Realistic option, Tyron Matthew. Well, what are they waiting for? Any thoughts on that? The prices. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. I mean, there's nobody picking these guys up. I think that's part of it. I also wonder if they're trying to figure out if there's a wide receiver that's worth getting for whatever cap dollars they want to spend and maybe throw that money there and then do the math afterwards for what safety they could get or then reevaluate their draft strategy from that point. Well, we're going to uh, find out soon as the uh, – what will be an interesting offseason coming up continues. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go around the horn on any topic. It's the final word next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the final word. Welcome back. It's time now for the final word. Everybody gets a chance. And Duran, we're going first with you. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger Woods is a game-time decision for the Masters this coming week, and I'm all for it. I hope he plays. There's not another athlete besides Michael Jordan that has transcended a sport more than Tiger Woods. The viewership, the, the wanting to play the sport of golf has gone through the roof ever since uh, Tiger Woods has picked up a golf club. He's great for the sport. He's great for all the sports, and I'm here for it. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. All right. Amen to that. Uh, Dan, your next uh, final word. You know, um, among the many things that have changed about baseball over the last couple of years, there might not be one that blows you away more than when you're at the ballpark next week, presuming you go, you will hear the umpire's voice. That's right. They're getting mic'd up the way you hear NFL mics mm. announce things, uh, the NFL referees announce things. I am not emotionally prepared for this, yeah. like at all. I want these umpires to be like Charlie Brown's teachers, where you never actually hear anything other than the wah, 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 wah. This is, this is uh, put, put a guy on second base to start an inning before you do this. All right, Tim, final word. I had to laugh when Bobby Wagner went to the Rams and you heard a lot of reaction of, oh my goodness, how can they keep doing this? <laughs> yeah, they just, they, Matthew Stafford cost so much. They did it with Vaughn Miller. They did it with OB8, OBJ. How are they doing this? I'll tell you how they're doing this. The NFL salary cap is phony. It practically mm. doesn't exist. There's one true cap in sports and it's the NHL. If you can manipulate a contract in midstream, it's not really all that much of a cap. Same thing can be said about the NBA with mm -hmm. all their different clauses and levels and that sort of thing. And that's part of the reason why you're seeing what amounts to a massive middle class in free agency that still exists with a bunch of guys who have made a couple Pro Bowls and are 29, 31 years old and can't find a team right now because it looks more like baseball, which doesn't have a cap at all because you're stretching out the middle because teams can pay up front a lot 
worry about it later. And frankly, they don't have to worry about it all that much. Mm. All right. Thank you, Tim. Our final word now from social media uh, and Twitter. Tomlin will have his first losing season. Pirates are irrelevant and pens will be one and done again. Uh, real bold there. All kinds of boldness. Mr. Positivity. Yeah. Yeah, thank you uh, for that. What happened to the <laughs> North Carolina Tar Heels? Uh, Doran made reference to this uh, earlier. On February 16th, six and a half weeks ago, Carolina lost in the Dean Dome to Pitt. 46 or so days later, the Tar Heels are about to play for the national championship. Here's a tidbit. If the eighth-seeded Tar Heels win, this is for Tim, <laughs> they'll match Villanova as the lowest seed ever to win it all. My pick, Kansas. Mm. I don't want to say going away, but I kind of want to say that. Kansas. Let's just leave it at that. That's the fun. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. The final word for tonight. I'm Albie Oxenrider for Day and Tim and Doran. We'll see you next time.